Hey friends, welcome to For the First Time. My name is Annie. And I'm Scott. Welcome. Today we are talking about... Bum -ba -da -bum. Bum -ba -da -bum. Taking your first step into fear. Woo! A.K.A. dancing through life. Yes. So what uh, the inspiration for this was um, when Annie and I first started dating, which was about two and a half years ago now, which is crazy to think about, known each other that long. Yeah. Um, we had a couple really great dates, and for the third date, Annie was sweet and said, Scott, I want to take you out on a special date. And I said, okay, sounds cool. It's fair. And she said, I want to take you swing dancing with me. And when you told me that you wanted to go swing dancing, I was – I had never done that before, and I was scared out of my mind. And I didn't know what to do about that. I didn't know what this meant for us, for our relationship, for, for the date, for – Anything and um, yeah, it was um, a very scary um, moment. But before we get to that, we do have a um, monthly segment that we like to do called True. The Art of Joy Finding. Mm. I'll kick it off this time. So essentially, we talk about where we're finding joy. Sometimes you have to excavate for joy. Search. Excavate? Yes. <laughs> wow. Like an archaeologist. Okay. Looking for dinosaur bones. Old, old, dirty things. Okay. Yeah. What? I don't know. You're an old, dirty thing. <laughs> well, let's excavate. All right. So you found some joy. Excuse me. All right. Yeah. So it wasn't too hard to find this week because I got to visit my sisters with my sisters in Ohio. Mm. And that's always a good time. So I got to see my little niece sister brother-in-law and my two other sisters came with and it was a really fun time that's cool. hung out had breakfast for dinner watched movies chilled helped my sister find a professional wardrobe like uh, update her wardrobe so yeah it was really cool that's cool it's only mm -hmm. a lot of joy in that yeah and then i met up with my mom yesterday at a state park beach and we had a beach day together <clears throat> that was fun a state park beach tell me more about that yeah there's a lot of really neat state parks between maryland like the dc area all the way down to virginia middle of virginia richmond ish is that middle somewhere like that central yeah central right. so um yeah all along the bay there are um state parks it's the kind of the part of the Potomac River, too, as it comes down. And there's really sweet little beachy parks where you can go and hang out. Okay. Yeah. I never heard of a state park beach until I met you. So that's yeah. it's an interesting thing for me. Yeah, they're awesome. Nice. It's a way to get the beach feel without having to drive two and a half hours. If you live two and a half hours away from the beach. <laughs> that's cool. No, well, it sounds like you had fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's like an hour... 15 for me hour 15 for her so it's you know right there in the middle and not too far that's good yeah good it's good a lot of joy what about you where are you finding joy where am i finding joy <clears throat> mm. um that's a good question or gratitude rather it's not like these things are like the basis of all of our joy in life just like what where are you finding gratitude what are you grateful for last weekend was good um got to hang out with my friend brandon 
mm. and um and justin and um like i think just because with life in the summer and quarantine and everything like just doing basic stuff with some friends isn't as simple as it used to be and so um <clears throat> we got to get together we were gonna go to top golf which is one of these like kind of driving range places where they're all like stacked on top of each other and you just hit it and aim for these different parts of it and they have all these the monitors and screens and it's all computerized it's supposed to be really cool but um yeah they had a really like a three hour long wait and we only had accounted for three hours to hang out to begin with so we, we didn't do that we just went to a brewery and, <laughs> and caught up and then went and got, <laughs> got a burger somewhere and and that was all it needed to be it was a lot of fun mm. so grateful just like for that chill time and just getting to see some other friends mm. it was really good the wife was gone. You so were a I just, bachelor for the weekend. I was a bachelor for the weekend. And, uh, yeah, so I hung out with a couple guys. And, um, nice. Yeah, it was good. Good to just Very relax cool. a little bit. Sounds and you awesome. made me some really good sausage for the mm. weekend because mm-hmm. you knew you'd be away. And you have this really good sausage recipe. It's Polish sausage with black mm. beans and um, rice. And mm. um, I really appreciate that because oh, that yeah. was, it was delicious. That, like, just filled me up all weekend. Really good. Nice. Yeah. I'm so glad that you got to eat some wholesome food. It does my heart good. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So today's topic is um, how to step into your fear, a.k.a. dancing through life. And yeah. to, we started off talking about a little bit of the swing dancing piece. Yeah. Um, when you invited me to swing dancing for our third date, the, you I, I already knew from your from knowing you a little bit that swing dancing is something you like to do. Yeah. But... Tell us more about where that love came from. What mm. was it like for you learning how to swing dance? Was that scary? Yeah. It, at certain points, it was definitely out of my comfort zone, but it, I started dancing when I was a kid, not in classes or anything like that, but my aunt, Charity, would get us cousins together when we were, like, holidays and stuff, and we'd um, do, like, barn style. Uh, what is it called? Um barn dancing like jigs or whatever hoedown style hoedown style that's what i meant to say um like the virginia reel was one of them okay um where you kind of like link arms and you go all the way up and down the aisle and like switch out and everything it's so fun have you ever done that Mm -mm. nope okay it's so fun i I, I did no i've not done that kind of dancing (laughs) no that sounds interesting so i mean we just we'd turn on the music it was just fun you know dance around the the living room or whatever that's cool um so then when i went to college we had jazz on the overlook it was an event every year live music live jazz band mm, nice. it was super fun but i didn't really know how to swing dance and a lot of people did and they loved it and so i really wanted to learn to swing dance because it looked really fun so someone taught me a couple steps and i still didn't feel very comfortable with it because the music just felt really fast and i didn't know what i was doing so after college, I actually took, like, I went to a swing dance event where they had, like, the free lesson beforehand, and I really learned it. I think I did some with my sister, Marianne, and some other friends who were into it, um, and we would go to a place called Mobtown Ballroom in Baltimore, and they would have live music sometimes. And a really good lesson, like really fun, super social, like essentially like a lot of people in their 20s, I guess, just going there to hang out and like learn to dance. And so it was really like low key, 
they were really cool about it too like essentially like saying if you don't want to dance with someone just be like not right now or no thanks or whatever and like don't be butthurt if someone says no they don't want to dance with you and like very like everybody can just ask each other it doesn't matter if you're male or female or whatever just go up and like just dance and so it was just like constantly dancing it wasn't awkward so it was like the opposite of the weird like middle school dance feeling it was just really fun like lighthearted, chill and I would go with friends or whatever so today we're talking about how to step through fear and into life aka dancing through life and this brings us back to um, about two and a half years ago our third date you said you wanted to go swing dancing with me and oh yeah I was love like, some swing dancing. Like, man, this is okay. Like, um, she wants to take me on a date. That's cool. Like, I'm up for that. Mm-hmm. Wanted, we went to got some dinner first. Yeah. And swing dancing at this place called Mobtown Ballroom up in uh, mm-hmm. Baltimore. And um, that when you said that, that scared the the, the crap out of me because I, I I'm not a dancer to begin with, and swing dancing I know is like a mm. very I had done that. I was invited to a swing dancing thing once before, maybe like eight years ago, with some people at church, and it was. Um, was it really awkward? It was really awkward. Like, I don't think I even did the mm. dancing part. They like mm-hmm. started ca- doing calls and stuff like oh. call dancing. I think What's it that? was where they there's one person at the front and they like call different moves and everybody knows what to oh. do and does it together and stuff. I'm like, oh, I and I just felt like I, I didn't oh, okay. know. Yeah. I couldn't keep up with the call. So yeah. I, I, so mm-hmm. the whole swing dancing thing intimidated me right from the get go. Like, I shoot, I don't know about this, but I knew I wanted to go on this date with yeah, you and I wanted glad you, you to enjoy it with me. Yeah. So, so what did you do? Um, well, I decided to, um, so, you know, I could just like kind of be nervous and anxious about this and, um, you know, maybe flop and, you know, maybe you wouldn't have a good time because of my attitude and everything like that or whatever going into it. And I said, mm. you know, that's not the experience I want for us or for life in that moment. So I said, mm-hmm. let me see if anyone that I already am friends with knows how to swing dance and is willing to teach me. And that's what I did. I, I found nice. a friend that loves to swing dance around here in Richmond. And um, I said, hey, can you teach me how to swing dance? There's a clubhouse where I live and we can we'll have plenty of room. And she mm-hmm. was like, yeah, I'll bring a friend and y'all can do it together and teach you. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I think we spent a couple hours in an afternoon learning how to swing dance yeah literally starting with the steps and the one twos and the counting and it was the basics yeah it was more basic than even the lesson that Mm -hmm. we started with when we went on our date and which was really good because i still felt overwhelmed when we were on the date like oh man like because there's people all um experience there that are just doing it like it's nothing and then i'm over here like i've never done this yeah but I think because I knew I was afraid to mess up doing it in front of you, that's what spurred me to want to, like, prepare and learn how to do it on some level mm-hmm. beforehand. And so, like, I had to switch myself from this mindset of fear and anxiety and failure to this mindset of, like, preparation and practice and mm. putting my best foot forward, no pun intended. Nice. And so, yeah. That's so cool. It was cool. And here I was thinking you just picked it up like that. Yeah, I know that that's that was yeah, I don't Well I don't you th- did. That, I don't think I told you like no, during not the for day a while. that I had done that. Yeah. It, was, it was a while before yeah, I Yeah, you really it. had it. I mean, we were dancing away. Yeah. It was that, really good. I had, I had to impress you somehow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it 
Yeah. So, but and so yeah, like, that's cool. and I think that's just the beginning of today's episode in a way of like, yeah, because the, the swing dancing is just kind of. I mean, you could put that's a, me- a metaphor. Anything in that yeah. space that maybe you haven't done before, or you're afraid of doing, or afraid yeah. of trying, or learning. Oh, yeah. And it's like it's it all be about starting this like a new career. It could be pivoting your business. It could be deciding to get licensed in your field and do another level of work. Moving cities, Moving having city. kids, anything yeah. like that. Yeah. Being in a relationship for the first time. Yeah. It could be. Yeah. So it wasn't as scary, I guess, my process, but I've had other things that I've had to learn that were more scary like what's what's an example tell me about that Mm. about a year ago when we first got married my sister gifted me a boudoir photo shoot oh that's that sounds fancy what is that that is like an intimate photo shoot sometimes women do them like when they first get married or whenever i think it's cool to do it whenever but you can do it wherever but um yeah it's just kind of like a photo shoot that kind of makes you feel like a model like an underwear model (laughs) okay okay if you know you know i guess well what was that what was that experience like for you Um, like you said this is something you were afraid of or well, it's definitely out of my comfort zone. I've never, like, frolicked through the woods with just my undies on. So that was different. Um, but it was worth it. It felt natural. Like, we're all supposed to go frolicking around in the woods in our underwear. <laughs> Not really. Maybe before the fall before the curse of sin and shame entered this world we could have frolicked around naked then there won't be any problems i guess with that but there is now so it was private is that wrong to to run around the woods naked i think i just learned this oh man yeah yeah um but yeah the photographer was really cool really chill we were like talking the whole time and it was real casual and she made me feel super confident and everything um she was really artsy and like took her time creating really cool shots like she took this sheet and like clipped it to different branches as like a backdrop it was really cool um and but yeah back to you know the stepping through fear part it was super out of my comfort zone and if i look back I think I kind of knew what these shoots were when I was younger and I would have been like, oh, I would never do that. Like, never. I was definitely sort of a tomboyish kind of girl. Like, I bought my clothes from the dude section sometimes. Like, my jeans. Like, when, when um, like, bell-bottom and flare jeans came back into style, like, in the mid-90s or late-90s. I thought it was the most stupid thing ever. I just continued to buy straight leg jeans from the boys section because they didn't have straight ones in the girls section anymore. And, you know, I just wore my t-shirts or whatever. Super not into, like, female fashion. 
didn't really wear any makeup, blah, blah, blah. Like, I was just focused on other stuff. And over time, I've learned to embrace things that are traditionally seen as masculine as just part of me. And it doesn't matter. Like, capability, strength, um, athleticism, and things like that. It's all just come together. Like, what I am is a woman, so I don't have to put it in different boxes. I can be beautiful and really capable and powerful and strong and kind and vulnerable and compassionate and empathetic. Like, I can be all of these things at once. And I don't have to parse it all out in different boxes. So I think that's part of what helped me just go out there and do the photo shoot. It didn't feel like um, being a... Um, like superficial female or something to do that it was actually took a lot of courage especially for a woman for me having a like childhood experiences of um, sexual abuse it makes this kind of thing really complicated it can and so having like worked through a pretty significant amount of healing it was just a healing on another level to embrace myself and my body and feel really confident in my own skin it just adds another level of challenge but yeah like I said the photographer was super chill and I felt really comfortable but not all the time it was like also awkward and like I was nervous and things like that <laughs> but it was um it was really worth it and cool Well, that's yeah. yeah that's that's a that's a good story thanks for sharing that that's sounds like um when you had an opportunity to be scared it was an also an opportunity to be brave exactly and I could have said no like no I don't want that gift no yeah. thanks for the photo shoot but I think it was a really cool one really timely gift for me and it was pretty close to our wedding last year so we decided to put it off till this year and then with COVID, we put it off even further. So it just kept, you know, it got pushed out to almost a year. Mm-hmm. And it's cool because it's right around our year anniversary. And um, it was just, you know, a really fun time to do it. And it's really beautiful outside right now and not cold. You want to be, like, out in the freezing cold woods, you know, in your birthday suit. That's just miserable. Yeah, yeah. Which your birthday is next month too, so yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah. Well, that that's that's all. Yeah. So that's really really good. Um, and so yeah, to step through that fear, you literally just had to like, the, and I think that's what we're kind of talking about some today is there is no way around the fear. You have to step through it, mm-hmm. um, and it doesn't have to be. And so how long did it take during that photo shoot for you? And maybe it still parts of it felt different or awkward, but how long was it before you you weren't afraid of the photo shoot anymore? I don't know. Maybe like five or ten minutes. So like right near the beginning of it. As yeah. soon as you got in there, like you realized, oh, this is like it was just you and one person you trust yeah. in the woods. and Yeah. And the fear was gone because as soon as you face fear in the face – you realize that it was just the shadow of nothing. Yeah. It's in your mind. Yeah. Yeah, totally. 
it, but it takes the bravery and courage to look at it face mm-hmm. on and step into it. Mm-hmm. That's what it takes. Because once you step into it, then it's like, oh, yeah. I can do this. Yeah. And, well, it's terrifying because yeah. vulnerability is like being naked. Mm-hmm. It's because you don't have the protection of your defenses, like your emotional defenses. And with the physical metaphor, your clothes. So you're exposed to judgment, shame, hatred, and all the rest. Yeah. Kind of like dancing for the first time. You have, you know, you, you, people, people aren't watching, but you feel like they're judging you or you're mm-hmm. going to be shamed yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And so yeah, it's all, that's what fear does. Yeah. It, it tells us the story that whatever we're thinking about doing is going to be this awful experience because of how other people will think about us yeah mostly yeah and there's nothing wrong with preparing like you had a friend teach you some stuff Mm before you just showed up you know so that helps and for me like i'm not you know walking around in my birthday suit like i was in the woods she's taking photos that she's gonna like pick the best ones and give them to me and like she has a really good eye she's good at this so when she gives the photos back to me i'm gonna feel awesome because she took awesome pictures mm-hmm. and so vulnerability is not about like showing your worst all the time just for the sake of showing your worst like there's beauty in all of us too and that's why it's so beautiful to be vulnerable because then you can actually show your beauty and people can see your beauty and it's like that is so cool yeah that's good, that's good. yeah yeah. yeah. And I would even say that whether you knew it or not, you did prepare or practice for that moment in some ways because in the the year leading up to that, you were involved in at least three professional photo shoots. Not that kind of photo <laughs> shoot. But, no, yeah, not, not that kind. Yeah, I was comfortable but with photo shoots. Other yeah, for my album and, and our wedding us. And that free stuff and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. you, had, you were already used to having a photographer tell you kind of what to do. Oh, yeah, the prompts and stuff. And all that. I totally didn't even think about that. But, and yeah, it was just like, okay. This is another, this, another level. It's so yeah, brave to do, true, but true. another level of that. Yeah, if I had it done, if I did it before all of that, it would have been even more scary. But I just want to say, like, as a part of this podcast and everybody who's listening, that I feel like maybe guys wouldn't be into this as much, but guys could do it too. But... It can be really empowering to do something like that. Uh, a boudoir photo shoot? Yeah. Oh, okay. You're up next, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. If you want to, but. <laughs> <laughs> you never it's know. It's fun. Like, I, I think most women have insecure. I mean, every human has insecurities. But I think for women, especially in, in our culture, most cultures actually have a lot of self-consciousness and judgment about our bodies and so when you um you know when you can have an experience like that that's really empowering it it can help put those insecurities to rest and it's like no like that's a lie from the pits that I believe this part of me is like I should be ashamed of this when other people see like the shape of my nose or like whatever it is that you're insecure about like no like that's your body and you're beautiful and yeah and the photographer that my sister 
gave the gift with she is all about like empowering women it was like super encouraging like just it really helps to have a photographer like that yeah that's that's right on like you can best be vulnerable when it's starts with people you trust oh yeah like you started with um one family member your your good sister gave you the gift but also the photographer was somebody that you and her trusted oh yeah and me with the dancing i reached out to a close friend that i trusted to do that for the first time Mm. i didn't do it in front of strangers Mm -hmm. and so um yeah i think that having people around you that you trust yeah is a huge step to vulnerability and then as Mm -hmm. you become more um familiar confident confident, then you can you know expand it to people that maybe you don't Mm -hmm. know as well yet. yeah and people who might throw some shade on you and then you'd be like it's okay like Mm -hmm. i know who i am i'm confident i know what my identity is it's okay yeah but yeah that is so key starting with people you trust around you a safe safe place yeah that's mm. good. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting um, <clears throat> as we start to wrap up here about your story, because um, I know going into this episode today, we had talked about the overall topic of overcoming fear and the swing dancing. And um, we were like, okay, that's what we're going to do. And um, then we realized about halfway through recording that there was another piece to this that wasn't there yet. And what that piece we found out was and I think you discovered this really was sharing the story you just shared because that was it was vulnerable for you to share that today and but I think that brought so much to this conversation so thank you you're welcome yeah you were the only one sharing a actually vulnerable story and I was just trying to be funny but that's what I do a lot too I know I feel like our roles switched because usually I'm the one who's like we got to share the vulnerable story and I just make jokes to hide behind it yeah and we switched that's healthy when you can switch like that high five woo go team (laughs) oh man does that mean oh that moves where we're getting connected oh (laughs) don't worry there's plenty more jokes (laughs) there's plenty more (laughs) tears tears and all that vulnerable stuff all that stuff but we we're not really experts on vulnerability maybe we are i don't know what is maybe it? there is no ex- it's impossible to be an expert expert in vulnerability if you're a human being i disagree you think an expert is just somebody that knows a little bit more than the next person mm. it's what, what i'm saying is everybody has something valuable that they can share with someone else and vice versa yeah so that's what I'm saying with that comment. It's, yeah. A lot of people think you have to know everything about something to be considered an expert. All you mm-hmm. need to know is something valuable that will help someone else. Yeah, have something of value to share. Mm. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. This is this has been good. This has been a good episode yeah. about how to um, step through fear and into life. Yeah. AKA dancing through life. Yeah. That's when you can truly dance through life is when yeah. you're not um, consumed by the fear of mostly what others might think. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's healthy fear. You don't want to step into a fire or a yeah. you know, burning building. But like 95% right. of the fear of life is irrational and it's just based mm-hmm. on what we what we think other, other people, people might think. That's right. 
which and it's usually really they're hard. not thinking about us that much to begin with. So and another connection with dancing, it's really hard to dance when you're thinking about what everybody else is thinking about how you look, what your partner is thinking of how you look. So when you can just just dance, carefree, confident, thinking of other people and how to help them feel confident and relaxed, man, that is a, a huge game changer. It changes the game. It really does. That's good. I think this was... This was a tough episode to figure out because we had to actually get real and mm. both of us share stories. And uh, I'm really glad that you guys tuned in and that you listened today. Um, we've got some cool episodes coming up this fall. Subscribe. Hit share, subscribe. Yeah, thanks for listening today. And yeah. I know, um, yeah, we've got some cool stuff coming up that... Um, <laughs> it's it's been we've been uh it's been good it's good it's been good and um we can't wait to share it with you guys in the upcoming episodes mm-hmm. yes all right guys take care and go live life for the first time yeah don't forget to dance Ooh, i like that <laughs>